Welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. This is a place where you can find hope to help you overcome your pain and injury. I'm your host, Dr. Natty Vandersack. All right, everyone, welcome to the Myokinetic Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Natty Vandersack. Today we have an awesome guest. Uh, he was an ex patient of ours. His name is Vinny Tags. I can't say his last name, he'll tell you about it. Um, he is currently a lacrosse player at Fairleigh Dickinson University in New Jersey. He graduated from Wayne Hills in 2019. He played uh, lacrosse at a midfield position and also hockey as well. So Vinny and I started working together six months post-op ACL. So we were basically working on getting him back to, to the lacrosse, basically bridging that gap from rehab to performance. And one of the biggest thing that you know I, I learned from Vinny and that we work on together was he is such a hard worker and he has such a good speed on him that what we need to teach him was how to basically slow down and learn how to cut effectively so that him himself can prevent this from happening again and that he can just go out on the field and perform at even a higher level with a bigger stage compared to high school. So, hey man, welcome to the show. Happy to have you here. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here. So first off, you got to say your last name for us because I can't say it. <laughs> All right, so it's, it's Taglia Ferry. There you go. I was going to mess that up. A whole mess. <laughs> so um, give us a little bit of your background, man. Fill in that gap for me. Ah, uh, yeah. So um, it was when I, so I tore my ACL and partially tore my MCL. So this happened in the end of junior year of my high school. So this happened... I was just finished high school lacrosse and I was getting ready to play club lacrosse. So if any of you don't know, club lacrosse goes from, it's in, in the summer is the season. So I just got done with my spring season for lacrosse and then I was getting ready for summer. And you know, the, the summer between your junior and senior year for lacrosse is huge in terms of the recruiting aspect and like getting looked at to play in college. So like this was my goal. And, you know, I really wanted this and, you know, I've been working towards this for so long. So uh, at the end of my junior year, I was on a club team practicing, getting ready to play tournaments and go to showcases. So what uh, what happened was the first showcase slash like uh, tryout that I went to, I tore my ACL. And the what... Uh, what this was called, it was the Under Armour All-American tryout. So what this is basically is where um, it's an insane recruiting event. Like if anybody plays across and is looking to get looked at, I can't recommend the Under Armour All-American tryout to go to. It's the, literally like one of the best ones to go to. But um, yeah, so what happened was I was, you know, playing in there. I was literally, you can just look on the sideline and the sideline, it's all college coaches just staring at you. So I was um, planning that, you know, so I was running and I just planted in a funny way. And next thing you know, I heard a pop in my knee and um, I immediately collapsed to the ground and had to get carried off and found that I tore my ACL. So that was, that was an insane moment because literally that was like the peak of like my whole lacrosse career and as far as like, you know, if there's ever a time to like, you know, play good, like get looked at, like get recruited, it was now. And 
the complete opposite happened where literally I tore my ACL and I was I was done. So yeah, that was it was it was an insane insane experience and how like um you know, I just learned so many lessons about how taking, you know, focusing in in the moment and not focusing about what your end result is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it's just been a crazy experience. So in the beginning obviously your first reaction, what what was that? What was the first thing that came to your mind as soon as you found out, like, oh, man, I tore this thing? Well, at first, when I tore my ACL, you know, in my mind, it was, like, my one, number one goal was, like, you know, I want to get recruited. I want to play in college. Like, I want to commit. I want to commit. Like, that was all I thought about. And it's, like, all right, I got hurt. I immediately asked the doctor. I was, like, all right, how long? Like, when can I play? And he goes, six months and me having no previous knowledge about tearing your ACL, that was like the moment where like I was like devastated. I was like, like what am I gonna do? Like mm-hmm. you know, you're. It's like it's crazy because there's so much build up to like these moments about like you know, in sports about you know this is it. Like if there's a time to like go. There's a time to turn it on. It's now. And tearing your ACL is. Yes. obviously it's the, the worst least possible thing, you want, thing. Yeah. yeah so it's like six months he said i'm like in my mind like i'm like what am i gonna do like yeah. i'm like i'm screwed like this is my one goal like i worked for for so long and now it's basically just like you know my life got turned upside down and it's mm-hmm. like what like because like keep in mind like I was a. I played sports my whole life. So I played. My two main sports were obviously hockey and lacrosse. So, and I played year year the whole year. So I was on four teams throughout the year. So I played club hockey. So that went from like the end of the summer till like November. Then I played high school hockey, which was from like, you know, around November till like March. And then I went immediately into high school lacrosse, which was March till um, the towards the end of the school year. And then I went into club, club lacrosse, which was basically from like the beginning half of the summer. And then I'd go back to club hockey. And then it was just a immediate process of these like yeah. sports. So that was that was basically my life. That was the biggest thing we talk about when you first came in. And I think the the first thing I said to you, like, wow, this is actually the first time you get to to take a break from yeah. sport. And that's the kind of mindset we want we wanted you to shift, especially like when you come in so high strung. I know you want you wanted to play and you were asking me about playing hockey and, and plus you, you were in your senior year and every senior that we work with wanted to finish out a last season because just you know you want to be with your friends, you want to make sure that you know you leave something behind and, and that's the last chance you get to play with all your friends. And you know, it's probably one of the hardest things we have to do is to tell you know, senior to to hold back, especially you, because I remember we were just saying like, hey, you know, yeah, they set the expectation to six months to start doing some return to stuff, but that what that didn't mean that you can get back on the field. It wasn't like yeah. a light switch, right? Where you're like, hey, yeah, six yeah. months, all right, I'm jumping up, I'm going on the nah, field. Yeah. Now. So yeah. you know, we you know we we had to set the tone for you from from the beginning, and you know, it was hard, man, because I we we don't want to hold people back, but as our job and 
and you know, as as our duty is to protect you. And I remember saying to you, like, I want this to be a one-time thing. I don't want this to be the only big injury you have to deal with in your right your life. And let's just get it done right. Let's just hold you back, and we'll try to challenge you as much as possible. Um, and you know, I feel like you you handle it really well, man. From from that perspective, like, what 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 do you have to do mentally to kind of shift? that phase where you realize that you're no longer going to be able to play in your senior year all right so as far as like that goes like it was crazy because like you know like you said I really really wanted to get back out there because it's your senior year and everything but the bottom line that I thought to myself was that I can't worry about like the end result like committing get recruited you know win a championship in hockey all this stuff I can't worry about the end result the only thing i have to do at this point was focus on the present and what i can do in order to like you know further my athletic career and that was obviously you know going 110 percent in therapy so that was how that was a crazy time because that my whole mind mindset shifted of like all right like like listen like you know if you want to get to where you want to go you can't focus about your end result. The only thing you have to focus on is the present. And you have to make sure that you're like putting in all the work in order to get back out there and all this other stuff. So like, that's how like my, this whole like process kind of shifted my mindset of how like, listen, like don't worry about where you want to go. Just worry about what you're doing in the moment in order to get there. And that's how I took this whole process. That's good, man. Were you always like that, or were you always very end-goal-driven? No, I wasn't. I mean, I always had a huge drive in sports, but, like, playing on four teams, you almost, like, year-round, you almost, like, get in that zone of, like, all right, another season's coming, like, it's another practice, it's another game, whereas, like, this whole process of tearing my ACL, like, it made me realize, like, listen, like, you can't take this stuff for granted. Like, you're have the privilege to do all these things and it's like you got to make the most of your opportunity whether it be even like at a practice or a session with you or a game it's like listen like you don't know you really don't know because that's the whole thing another like you don't know when your last moment could be playing a sport and anything in life you know so you really can't take anything for granted and not even like you can use this in obviously life in general like you just can't take anything for granted because you don't know when it could happen like listen like just look at me like I was trying to get recruited I was about to get recruited and then like in a snap of a finger like boom like my I blew my knee out and I tore my ACL and like that this whole another the biggest thing I would say is just you just can't take anything granted you just have to and what I've learned from that is to not even though it sounds kind of weird just don't focus on the end result you have to focus on like being in the present and putting in the work in order to get to the end result. Cause me, I was focused on like, oh, I want to commit, I want to do this. But like when I actually look up, look back upon it, I was like, all right, I want to commit, I want to do this. But like, all right, the next step is, am I doing everything I can, putting in the work in order to commit? And I feel like that's where a lot of people, like, lose their path. It's like, all right, like, they think where they want to go and they know where they want to go, but they don't. They don't put in the work because they're not willing to put in the work. And this whole, like, process has just showed me, like, listen, 
if you want to go somewhere, if you want to get to where you want to go, it's like there's no there's no path but just like a straight line, and that is just to put in the work and to do everything you can at a consistent basis to like improve upon your game or whatever you're trying to do in life. So that was basically like one of the biggest things I took away from this process and how like, listen, like you can't just like think something's going to happen and believe that it's going to happen. You got to like think it's, you got to want it to happen and then you got to go put in the work in order to make it happen. So yeah, that's what I took away from that whole mindset of shifting from that because I did get in that zone of, listen, like, it's another season, like, another practice. Like, you know, not like – I, I, I did give it 100%, but, like, I guess I, I didn't actually. I could have gave it a little more, and this whole thing was like, listen, like, like this is it. Like, you got to go, and you got to go as hard as you can for as long as you can because you don't know when these could end, and that's what I realized. And it shows, man. Every time you yeah. come in – it's like you're ready to go, ready to go all the time. I think there's a couple instant where we have to kind of hold you back where you're like, yo, man, you're going a little too hard. You're going to burn yeah. yourself out. And <laughs> I think that's part of the whole process too was learning to gauge your body because, you know, if anyone's drive a car, you can only redline your car for so long until your engine blow up. And that's just like your body. And the whole process with the recovering from injury to, to, to us is it's learning to love your body because injury is not necessarily a bad thing. It's allow you to be more than just uh, a lacrosse player, a hockey player. It's, it's allow you to learn like a deep lesson that you're talking about right now. I'm sure this this whole thing is going to impact you for the rest of your life uh, in, in how you view yeah. things, especially 100%. setback in life. Um, and the the fact that you, you learn to appreciate each moment and not take it for granted and knowing that the work needs to put in is one step at a time towards your, your goal. And if there's is some sort of deviation you reset yourself and you still continue towards the path you know like the end goal is always there how we get there can be different right yeah as long as we're going towards the end goal so i'm so happy to hear you say that it's like that was so deep bro um if anyone wants to go back and listen to that part i would highly recommend that because that was probably the deepest thing i i i I can i i can look for i guess i mean to me i'm like super proud just to hear that um now Fast forward a little bit. So we did a lot of cutting. We did a lot of like almost like self-aware stuff when we were when you were here, almost slowing you down and getting get you to know your body a little better. Now, how is it when you step on the field back for the first time? What was that like for you? Uh, so that was that was crazy for me because it was it was my first it was my freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like high school. It was like college. Like this is it. Like like you made it. Like so. It was crazy as far as like, you know, it's basically just a new world and how like, all right, I got, I looked down and I got this like, this big, this brace on my knee and like, I'm like, you know, what's going to happen? But like, I felt confident because like of all the work we put in and like the biggest thing that I could say is like when I started playing was like, the challenge for me was not like physically how my knee was going to perform it was you know i had to adjust like skill skill wise because it's you know college like everybody's here for a reason i had to adjust so like i had to focus on like this the how like the game you know progress and how everyone was like you know like really good at what they do and that i focused on that and i didn't even like focus on my knee because like we've put all the work in and like we've done what we had to do and that was like the biggest the greatest thing about all this was 
the biggest thing I was focused on was, you know, like making plays and doing all this stuff. And I didn't have any worries about my knee whatsoever because, you know, we've put in all the work. And so, yeah. And were you, were you too excited to be on the field? Do you have to calm yourself down not to get too overexcited? Uh, a little bit, yeah, because it's like, it's like, wow, like I'm here, like this and that. So, like, I was ready to go. But at the same time, you're like walking into a different world of like college, and it's like, like whoa, like you almost gotta like take a sec, a sec to like just like realize like what, <laughs> almost like what's going on and everything, cause like yeah, so I did have to kind of hold myself back and like, I guess be a little more cautious to everything mm-hmm. as far as like my knee goes, even though obviously like we, I I would always go 100%, but like. No, yeah, we, I definitely did have to hold myself back a tiny bit. Like, as far as, like, uh, not, like, you know, just I, th- I basically had to fall back on our therapy sessions and mm-hmm. what we've trained, and clearly it paid off. Yeah, it's just like getting back to the basic, man. Um, you know, principle, is that's what we try to teach you. It's like something that you learn your mechanics, you learn your master the basic, master the principle, then you apply it. It's what, whatever way you want, especially on the field. Right. Um, that's yeah. that's one of the biggest thing that we like to install in all our athletes. Now let's track back a little bit. How do you? What was the recruiting process to get you to FDU? Because I know we have a lot of people who were in your shoes or are in your shoes now that missed their you know their big recruiting moment and still wanted to play uh, college sports. So how do you go about getting yourself back on uh, on on that roster at FDU? Okay. So yeah. So. I, again, I tore my ACL the end of my junior year. And in the cross, as far as, like, uh, men's lacrosse goes, for me, like, the biggest recruiting moment was, you know, that junior, that summer of going into that senior year was when all the coaches look at you, as far as me and the majority of people, it's lacrosse. Like, that's when all the coaches look at you. You got to perform the best of your ability. And, like, that's when you know that's when you commit and you get looked at so obviously i was i got a couple emails here and there from coaches and how like we started the recruiting process with a couple of schools but then like you know basically in the middle of it you know i tore tore my acl and it sucked because like some of these schools like literally like stopped i like they didn't want me because like i tore my acl so it's like I was talking to some schools and it's like, hey coach, like I remember like sending emails out to them like, hey coach, like unfortunately, you know, I was at the Under Armour All American tryouts and you know I tore my ACL and it's like, <laughs> they like never responded after that. Most so it's like, I know. So it's like crazy and like emotionally that aspect. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> but uh, no. So um, what happened was. So I tore my ACL, and I was lucky enough to that FDU saw me one time before that, and they already liked me, but they wanted to continue following me through the summer. But they liked me from the start when they saw me, so they sent me an email, which was good, uh, that they sent me an email saying, you know, we're really interested in you, we like you, this and that. And then I tore my ACL, and I was like, listen, like I tore my ACL, I'm obviously I can't play for the summer, and uh, I was like, the only thing I have though is I have my highlight film. So I sent them that. And honestly, that was one of the keys in recruiting. I'll say this in any recruiting process, if you have a highlight film, send it to the coach you want to you play for. Because literally, that 
is like huge. You don't know how huge that is. And for me, obviously, that was like everything. Because like they saw me and then they wanted to continue to look at me. But they already like knew they liked me. But um, once I sent them the film of me, that's when like they were that kind of like helped me seal the deal. So that's what um, and I, then I committed. So it that was the end of my junior year, and then I committed the beginning of my senior year. Cause this was keep in mind this was like a whole summer process of like all right, like trying to figure this out. How like you know you. These all these coaches can't see me, so like, mm-hmm. how how am I gonna how am I gonna do this? But um, no, yeah. So I basically just send them the film, and they saw me play once before, and they already liked me when they saw me. Then they liked my film, so it worked out great, and I uh, I'm truly grateful that I committed to that there because I was extremely extremely worried that it wasn't gonna happen college across for me. And and it's tough, man. And that's that's the biggest thing anyone can do when you guys are looking to get recruited. It's always putting yourself out there, and it, it hurts like to get rejection. And it's almost like, you know, like you you are being judged by your athletic talent and only see as just one aspect of a person rather than like just a whole human being. It's almost, and this is, it's almost like you're playing for approval. Like, hey, oh, you're good. Here's an offer. And then yeah, once yeah. you get that taken away, it's like a part of you is almost like, so you get like punched in the stomach. You're like, oh, that hurts. Like, I'm, who am I? Am I even worthy anymore? And that's a big mental piece for athletes anywhere to kind of detach. Because you, like being an athlete to me, it's just one dimension of, of who you are. You need to discover other things that you can do with your life. You know, at some point, um, you know, your athletic athletic career will end you need to find something else that that make you more than just an athlete that make you a wholesome person and you know so you can thrive based based upon that right and to to just keep grinding and keep sending out email that just show grit man that just show resiliency so you know anyone listening make sure you get all your stuff together no one's gonna do it for you you know it's your scholarship it's not your parents scholarship yeah. So no, and, that, and that's what that's what it comes back to. Of how like, you know, if you want to get somewhere, you got to put in the work, mm-hmm. and you can't like, you know, you can't just think it in your head. To, oh, I want to commit and believe it's gonna happen because literally it's not gonna happen. Like you got to put in the work, and you know you got to get yourself out there and um do whatever you can to you know get where you want to or get where you want to go. That's awesome, man. So, lastly, before before I let you go. Uh, this is a big question for us. Um, what advice would you give yourself, man? Like, at if you can go back in time, see yourself at that Under Armour game right after the injury happened, what would you tell yourself knowing what you know now? Wow, yeah. So, um, what I would tell myself is just, you know, staying in the moment and don't worry about committing, getting recruited, you know, winning championships, winning all of that. Because, that's gonna happen or it's not. It's just reality. The only thing you can do as like an athlete is just to make sure you've put in the work and you've done everything you can. Like watch film, put in the work, like you know, train and therapy, like in the weight room, all this stuff that is gonna help you, you know, get recruited, get win championships, do all that stuff. So I would I would tell myself like 
listen, like you're gonna you're gonna you know encounter obstacles along the way, but you know it, you gotta just face that and just keep moving forward. Like you can't just let this stop you. So I would you know I would I don't that's a crazy question, but I would say something along the lines of like listen, just focus in the moment and do whatever you can to get where you want to go in that moment. Don't focus on the end result. Just focus on the moment and just put in the work in that moment. Don't worry about, you know, whatever is going to happen because that's going to happen or no matter, it, it's going to happen or it's not. The only thing that you can control the work you put in. So I like to always say control the controllables and how, you know, what you are doing in order to get to your to get to your goal. So I would say, I would say something along the lines of that. Bro, I love that. Control the controllable. I, I say control all the variables, but control the controllable is great. I think I'm going to take yeah. that one. Bro, <laughs> listen, man, I appreciate you taking the time to hop on this podcast and just letting people know there's a light at the end of the tunnel, that they're not alone in this whole journey. There's people before you, be, before them and got through it and you're one of the best example for it. And I love the, the lesson you took away from this whole thing. And that's that's why it makes my job so much easier just to hear those kind of things. So I appreciate you for doing that, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. So uh, I'll put all your contact info in the show notes. If you want to reach out to him, ask him some questions, I'm sure he'll be very happy to just uh, answer some DMs. Perfect. Yep. All right, man. I appreciate it, bro. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Let us know what you think and leave us a review. See you next time.